What's up, y'all? It's Deagene, and welcome to the Memorial of a Shy Black Girl, episode 8. and welcome to the memorial of a shy black girl if this is your first time listening welcome if you are an og returner welcome i'm so excited i'm so happy that y'all y'all are listening in um i am really excited about today's diary entry um i think it's gonna be a really interesting one to talk about um but first before i get into it i just hope your summers are going so well i hope that y'all are getting some well-deserved rest um before whatever it may be whether it be school or work whatever it may be and before it takes your energy again um that y'all are getting so much rest and spending time with people you love and doing things that are fueling you um and just having so much fun and just enjoyment and self-love and self-care so um yeah so and I also love all of y'all so much like if nobody has told y'all that they love you I love you you're a g you are a goat you are everything you're everything so yeah just wanted to put that out there because I wanted to tell you that because it's been on my heart it's been on my heart but today's diary entry is going to be a good one it's gonna be a bomb one we in here we outside we outside um so yeah it's gonna be a bomb one so um today's diary entry okay let let me just i'm a little nervous about it that's why i keep kind of going around in circles but um let me get into it so before i like actually start talking about um today's topic like deep dive into it i want to start off with a little um snippet of um a podcast that i came across on youtube it's called pardon me if i'm wrong correct me if i'm wrong i think it's called the fresh fit fresh and fit something podcast it's like a it's like the alpha male podcast um the best way i can describe it personally if i'm wrong don't come for me i'm sorry um but yeah it it gives very much alpha male feels um and the basis of their podcast, based on my own observation, is that they basically talk about male topics um, and they like to also talk about a lot of things um, in regards to women, whether it be like women's opinion um, or just on different things, um, relationships, um, all that kind of stuff. And so they basically just like talk about it and they basically like give their own two senses and basically kind of try to I guess go against a lot of the time it feels like they're going against what women are saying and basically like counteracting it or counter arguing it and saying like this is actually it and this is actually not what you thought it was but this is actually it now so yeah um so that is pretty much um what I want to start with first and so I have a little snip um a snippet a little snippet of um one of their podcasts um like episodes or you know and so I'm just gonna play that right now and then we'll get right into it 
Hey y'all, this is Future Diogene talking here. <laughs> um, so actually, I didn't put in the snippet of the Fresh and Fit podcast um, because I am not sure about copyright rights. Um, and even um, with like my intro song and my outro song, um, those like little snippets of songs, um, I believe I'm all right, but um, I didn't want to push it with this copyright just because it's from um, another podcast and so I wasn't sure about it so I didn't put it in but basically the snippet basically was just um, um, them talking about um, the idea of emotionality amongst men and how um, basically being um, men being emotional um, with women is one of the worst pieces of advice that um, can that women can give to men or that anyone can give to men simply because women will just see men um and the man as being weak um or unfit as a man and um he basically just went on to say that um a lot of um his friends have said that um they've cried in front of their girlfriends or I can't remember if it was the men who said it or if it was the girlfriends of the guys who said it but basically that um they never looked at them the same after they cried in front of um their significant others and those men were ultimately seen as being weak and so basically overall the overarching idea was that um as men if you show that emotion if you cry um in front of a woman usually her response is going to be that you're weak and that um you're not attractive anymore because you are seen as weak now um and it's just unattractive and so that was basically kind of the overarching idea of that little snippet that I wasn't able to put in and so now back to our regular scheduled program (laughs) all right y'all we are back so if you couldn't tell from that little snippet um from the fresh and fit podcast um I believe that's the name please correct me if I'm wrong I'm sorry if I'm wrong um today I wanted to talk about um the idea of emotion, this idea of emotionality. And um, I was initially sparked to talk about this from seeing a lot of their um, like little podcast snippets on YouTube, but also um, just from hearing it all the time as a woman. Um, and I kind of just wanted to know if there's any truth to the statement and, and, and any truth to the claim. And so um, this is, I guess, a debunked kind of series, I guess. I don't know if I'm really going to make this a series or not, but um, I wanted to kind of see if I could debunk this. And this is kind of something fun for me to kind of research and do some like digging into and do some reading and like, you know, kind of seeking some information and and um, kind of just like taking in the information and and, you know, um, kind of putting my own two senses into it and kind of creating my own thought process behind all the information I'm taking in and just, you know, just learning more. And so um, today's topic is going to be on emotionality, specifically pertaining to the popular statement that women are more emotional than men. And this is a very, very, very popular statement that is um, stated from a lot of people, um, especially men um, within society, um, from within like a within like our jobs especially like jobs in in terms of like in terms of corporate jobs or just overall within society we like to make the claim that women are more emotional than men and so I wanted to do some deep dive research to see if there was any truth to that statement um and 
I wanted to possibly try to debunk it if there was no truth to that statement. And so I actually found um, through some research that I did um, that the statement actually is not true. And I can actually debunk the statement that women are more emotional than men. Women are not more emotional than men. Um, and I actually wanted to utilize some of the articles and some of the information that I kind of found through my own research. Um and actually kind of um, read it and like reflect on it with all of y'all um, just so that um, I have some concrete evidence and concrete research to present to this claim um, so that of course it doesn't only seem like it's just like my own opinion as a woman um because of course i'm gonna because of course i'm gonna be like oh no women are not more emotional than men because i know it to not be true personally like i feel like as a woman it's not true but now to like actually do research and to see it's actually not true and like why um it's really really powerful and it's really like eye-opening so um the first article that i looked into was called futurity um, and this was actually really, really, this is actually a really dope article to actually look into. Um, it's called No, Women Aren't More Emotional Than Men. And um, it's by Jared Wadley, Michigan. Um, that's interesting. That's interesting last name. I like it. Um, but yeah, so pretty much I'm just going to kind of go through um, the article, like highlight the main points that like I um, took from it. And there's three specifically. Well, actually, there's four. I want to say specifically that I'm going to go through, but um, I'm going to go through these main first three um, because they kind of all tie in together. They basically covered the same um, scientific uh, study that was conducted and they basically kind of cover the same things almost. Um, they just basically like regurgitate the information in three different articles and three different modes of research. And I thought that was like really, really important because it shows that like this is not just one person saying it like multiple people are saying it and multiple sources so the first thing um just wanted to like that I wanted to start off with um from the articles that it just reads that feelings such as enthusiasm nervousness or strength are often interpreted differently depending on the gender of the person experiencing them which is very true um for is for instance a man whose emotions fluctuate during a sporting event like football or baseball or soccer whatever it may be um is described as passionate but a woman whose emotions change due to any event usually even if provoked is considered to be irrational most of the time. Um, and this was stated by the study senior author, Adrian Belts. And so, which is, she's assistant professor of psychology at the University of Michigan. So, um, Belts herself and colleagues, Alexander Weigard, and, um, which was an assistant of psychiatry, um, and Amy Laviska, which is a grad, she is a graduate student at Purdue University. They conducted their own study, um, to see if there's any truth to this statement as well. And so the main study that all three of these articles, like I stated before, that, um, they conducted that it covers throughout all three of these articles is, um, this study that was done by these three individuals and they basically followed 142 men and women over 75 days to learn more about their daily emotions um, both positive and negative emotions and so they divided the women into four groups one naturally cycling um so like in terms of like um menstrual cycle and then three others who were using different forms of oral contraceptives 
And so the researchers detected fluctuations in emotions three different ways and then compared the men and women. They found little to no... And so during that time that they um, basically um, were, they were conducting their research in the three different ways um, that they chose, they found little to no difference between men and the various groups of women that they tested suggesting that men's emotions fluctuate to the same extent as women's do, although likely for different reasons, of course. And so they stated that we also didn't find meaningful differences between the groups of women who, the meaning um, the two groups of women that they, um, or the one group of women that were naturally cycling and then the three other groups that were taking different oral contraceptives, they found no meaningful differences between those groups of women, making it clear that emotional highs and lows are due to many different influences and not only hormones. And so as they changed the hormones of the women, um, of the three groups of women um, using different oral contraceptives, while there was one group of women that were just, they were naturally cycling, or naturally cycling, um, there was no concrete difference um, at all um, to show that hormones even have a really, really big impact. Um, of course they do, but not a super, super big impact because there was a very low difference. Um, and overall, um, changes within emotions are um, caused by many different influences. And so um, they also found that the findings have implications beyond everyday people. The researchers stated they said that women, um, women have historically been excluded from research participation. And actually, the second article I'm going to talk about also goes into this. Um, and they were excluded in part due to the assumption that ovarian hormone fluctuations lead to variation, especially in emotion. So they were excluded because um, they thought that their hormones um, during menstrual cycling um, or due to different contraceptives that they may be taking, overall their hormones will basically conflict with their emotions. And so they were excluded a lot of the times because that they because they felt that um, it would cause a lot of fluctuation. And Overall, that can't be experimentally controlled. And so, um, overall, they stated that their study uniquely provided psychological data to show that the, that the justifications for excluding women in the first place due to um, fluctuating ovarian hormones and consequently emotions basically confounded experiments. Um, it was ultimately misguided. Um, and so, overall, at the end of the day, when looking at it completely, the exclusion of women um, overall within this conversation um, simply due to um, hormonal changes or claims of um, ovarian hormonal changes um, is mis has been misguided for years and we just never really talked about it and until like we've actually done the research to actually prove that it is misguided and ultimately unjust and unfair and so the next article that kind of goes into a similar idea um, is by IBT. Um, this one is called, Are Women More Emotional Than Men? Not Really Study Finds. And so the key points were that um, women are sometimes excluded in research due to ovarian hormone fluctuation, which was stated in the other article. Um, and they actually, the researchers detected fluctuations in the emotions of men and women, and they found little to no difference, again, between men and women's um, emotional fluctuations. And so um, they go into similar, the, the same study, 
Um, and so to go deeper further into the study, um, every day, so again, the study, they looked at 142 men and women over the course of 75 days, and they split up um, the group of women into four groups, one group naturally cycling and the three other groups taking different types of oral contraceptives for at least three months, and then they had the group of men that they didn't split up at all. And so every day at 5 p.m., the participants were sent a unique link to a 20-minute online survey that they were instructed to complete after 8 p.m. or before going to bed. In these assessments, they completed the positive and negative effect schedule, PANAS, so P-A-N-A-S, wherein they rated the extent to which they experienced 10 positive and 10 negative emotions throughout the last 24 hours on a scale of 1, which is very slightly or not at all, to 5, which is extremely. After looking at the participants' emotional fluctuations in three different ways, the researchers found little evidence for sex differences. We also didn't find meaningful differences, again, between the groups of women. And so, um, overall, um, both articles basically found that um, there was, again, there was, firstly, there was no truth to the claim that women are more emotional than men um, because there was little to no difference between um, the amount of emotion um, or the extent to which those emotions were being shown in men and women. Um, only The only thing that was found to be different was basically the cause of those emotions. And then secondly, they also found that there was no truth to um, different emotion fluctuation necessarily being um, caused by ovarian hormones. Um, thus, the extent to which women have been basically singled out of a lot of studies in regards to emotionality um, is has basically been misguided over the years um, because the claim that ovarian hormones is will cause um, an immense amount of fluctuation within the emotions of women that cannot be scientifically regulated is actually not true um, and the, there's little to no difference at all and so now going to the third article that I looked at, um, which is by Forbes, this um, further goes into kind of this similar idea, and this one's called Men Are Just As Emotional As Women, um, and it goes into the same um, study again, and um, um, specifically for this article, it um, goes deeper into history, and so um, within this article, Within this idea of ovarian hormone, um, there's a long history of classifying emotion in a purgatorive way and then blaming that on the uterus. Um, so in regards to women, in the 19th century, women were considered prone to you to a uniquely female problem, which was known as hysteria. And um, hysteria, if you don't know what hysteria is, hysteria is a term used to colloquially, I always mess up this word colloquially <laughs> to mean um, ungovernable emotional excess and can refer to a temporary state of um, mind or emotion and so this was um, known or it was considered to be within the 19th century um, a diagnose a diagnosable excuse me physical illness in women and it assumed um, that the basis for the diagnosis operated under the belief that women were predisposed to mental and behavioral conditions due to their um, or ovarian hormones. And so um, the idea was that women were emotional and unstable and likely to develop behavioral problems and men couldn't be 
because um, so they couldn't have hysteria. Men can have hysteria because they didn't have a uterus. And so the claim that um, women had hysteria was due to the fact that they had a unique female problem, which was hysteria due to them having a uterus, which clearly um, does secrete specific hormones ovarian hormones that assist in childbirth and other things as well menstrual cycle um because of that they were considered to be more emotional and more unstable and so hysterical females were often treated with um hysterectomies as they called them and so in the 20th century women have largely been excluded from research again as stated before um those hormonal women were just too unpredictable to be studied was the claim and so instead of using science to find out if these assumptions about emotions and female hormones were true researchers simply ignored women and studied men instead and because they only studied men they found that oh okay men don't have uterus don't have a uterus of course and don't have over ovarian hormones and so um, because of those two um, specific reasons and other reasons, um, and because we're only looking at men, when men can't be more or shouldn't be more emotional than women, um, because the claim that women have hysteria within the 20th century, um, within history, has always been upheld and has always been true. And so clearly men are less emotional than women. And so ultimately, that's kind of where the claim of women are more emotional than men that's kind of the big um point in which that's where it, it, it's kind of come from this idea of um or ovarian hormones and women having a uterus um and hysteria due to um and hysteria and how it connects and how they connected it to women um having a uterus and thus they were unstable and um really really emotional because of those ovarian hormones that they have which is not true and so instead they only studied men and they just excluded women because they found that they could not regulate that they felt like they needed to regulate those hormones so they couldn't regulate um those hormonal changes um scientifically um and so they thought that those um, fluctuations would lead to variation within emotion and it couldn't be experimentally controlled so that they so they didn't study women at all and they only studied men because they were I guess for lack of a better word simpler and so the second reason that they found is that um, the real difference between men and women's emotionality um, is deeply rooted in bias so emotional bias um, as the study senior author Adrian Belts, assistant professor of psychology at the University of Michigan, again, like I said before, um, she shared in a press release that a man whose emotions fluctuate, oh, this is kind of a similar thing. I told y'all <laughs> these three articles um, kind of like blend together. So the same thing about um, a man whose emotions fluctuate, a man whose emotions fluctuate during a sporting event is described as being passionate versus a woman whose emotions change due to any event even if it is provoked so an argument or whatever it may be um is considered to be irrational and so um so yeah so that is basically um kind of I guess the the main three articles that I wanted to utilize um, in order to kind of present this idea of um, kind of debunking this claim of um, uh, women being more emotional than men and doing the research was really, really interesting for me and I really, really enjoyed it because 
I, as a woman, like, I didn't think of, like, I didn't, like, deeply, deeply, like, think about it in the way of, like, history and, like, um, hysteria and, like, I didn't even know, like, it was even related to having a uterus and that was what they utilized to kind of, um, measure a woman's emotions and her emotionality and then because of that, um, and because she was just a woman with a uterus, immediately she was excluded from any scientific research, which is what explains the claim that, like, that which is which is what explains the assumption that men are less emotional because research has only been done on men like all of these years and so yeah so um i wanted to use utilize those three to kind of present um the initial um like argument that i'm making or like the this process of debunking i guess um that i'm doing and so um the main things i guess i wanted to talk about that I kind of pulled from that um is just the idea that um well the first idea that um I think it's really really easy for us um to talk about things in a way that only serves us I guess if that makes sense um hearing the fresh and fit podcast and this is like no shade to them at all or anything like that um no shade to men at all or anything like that i think it's really easy to talk about things from a perspective that kind of serves us or that makes us feel better about um i guess the things that are said about us as individuals or like us as a group of people um and so i think for men um it's easier just to kind of Uh, hop on that bandwagon um because um how we talk about like emotions is already um it's it already has such a negative connotation in regards especially to men and the claims that like men are not emotional and men struggle with showing their emotions um and men don't show emotions and even for men that like if you show emotion if you show emotions or if you cry that you're weak And so I think we talk about things in a way that sometimes serves us to make us feel better about ourselves or to um, ultimately try to go against something that we may know to be true and that we don't want to accept that is true or even to avoid facing a problem that is bigger than ourselves and bigger than just little um, claims that we try to make um, instead of actually looking to the root of the issue. And I think... A lot of times, you know, um, within this idea of emotionality and, like, men and women, um, I think when I say, like, in order to, like, avoid the problems of, like, looking into it deeper, um, I think, I don't want to call it a problem because that sounds so negative, but I think this idea of, like, men being unable to show their emotions um, for any reason, specifically, like, within, specifically based on, like, how men view emotions um and that like and this is not this isn't apply to all men of course but I think a lot of men view emotions based off of like my own observation um that like crying is if you cry that you're weak um and they're taught that from a young age that like men don't cry you get up and you dust yourself off if you get hurt you don't cry you um you keep moving on you you hold your head high and, and those are really important things to like those are really important tools to take with you because life is going to continue to knock you down every day um so you just got to learn how to keep pushing through but i think um that idea we've 
taken and men sometimes I think take really really far as to kind of shut down completely and not to show any emotion at all um, whether it be positive or negative and so I think um, so when I say like in order to avoid talking about an issue that's way bigger than us um, I think it's really really easy for like I said like to talk about things that in a way that serves you it's easy to place the blame on other groups of people or even on women um who claim that men are um are like emotionally unavailable or um who claim that men are just as emotional um and so it's easy to put the blame on women and say like oh no I'm not emotional I'm not a baby I'm a man like men are strong like I don't you know like I'm a man and I think that's something that is used a lot the idea of like I'm a man and I think like for men like to or to say to men um like I feel like instead of talking about it from a way that only serves you um especially in a way that is like not backed with like any logical reasoning and it's just coming from a very defensive standpoint of view um like really really think about like yourself um the position that you are in as a man what it even means to be a man I think it's important to think about like as we are like it's important to think about it like in terms of gender and in terms of like with like like non-gendered at all um and I think for men it's like what does it even mean to be a man like to define masculinity for yourself um and not to define it in a way in the way that society wants you to to define it and that men have to be this men do that like define it for yourself based on what your father has taught you based on maybe what your grandfather has taught you or like your mom if you if you haven't had any male figures in your life and that even connects to it as well like the possibility of a man having male figures versus not having male figures in his life and how that basically shapes and molds how he becomes and how he expresses his emotions and expresses himself that's even a big thing to even think about so within all of this conversation within all of these claims that we make especially this claim that women are more emotional than men it's easy to talk about it in a self-serving way to stroke your ego and to stroke something in order to stroke not like to in order to stroke like avoiding talking about the issues that may be connected to it um for example not being able to um be open because you've been hurt in the past or um not being able to be open because you haven't had any male figures in your life um or you haven't had a good relationship with um male figures within your life or um you've never been taught like how to comfortably open up and show and like express how you're feeling and show that emotion um and 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 so it's it's important to think about it deeper um and maybe you you may not want to think about it for yourself maybe it's too much but to think about it in a way of like other men like it's so easy for like and I think it's so easy I've been saying like it's so easy and like it's so easy for men to like talk about like this is what women are doing this is what when this is why women are wrong um and like I said, like place the blame a little bit and be like super defensive, like towards like against women or like against even other men. But like literally like 
what if y'all just like talked about yourselves like instead of talking about like what women want or what women expect or this and that like what do you want like what like really define like what is a man what is masculinity for yourself not based on society's expectations like i said not based on anything that you've ever heard before but what is what is it for you like how does being a man make you feel how does masculinity make you feel and tapping into that and thinking about it on a deeper level versus just like thinking about it as like oh i'm a man i'm meant to do this provide i'm meant to be strong i'm I'm meant to protect like those are not the only qualities that men are like supposed to basis by society's standards like be doing and you know and 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 those are not the only traits that men are good for and so thinking about it on like a, in, in, a, in a deeper level and on a different perspective or and in a different perspective um, rather than just, I guess, jumping to those claims. And I think that connects to the second point I kind of had, which is like um, this idea of like thinking like I was like thinking about this and I feel like it's almost like we have like a mind of our own um and then like a mind that society has like shaped and molded for us and so I think it's really easy for us to um think and speak on things with the mind that society has like shaped for us and like molded for us and told us like this is what's right this isn't what's right um and this and that and the third and so I think it's really easy for us to think with that sort of outlook um and so then and and basically just um in the way that this is what society has told me this is what um the guidelines are um and there's no blurring the lines and so I think instead of that thinking with our own mind like I said like um thinking in a way that is going to allow us to see the bigger picture thinking in a way that's not um that's not like self um what is the word that's not self pacifying ourselves ourselves that's like helping us get to the deeper um the deeper conversations at hand the the deeper topics maybe the deeper issues that need to be talked about um and I think I I've I rarely see like men and I think women as well um talking about things that like specifically impact women or men like well specifically for like men talking talking about it like from like in the perspective of like males I feel like like talking about things such as like masculinity and emotionality talking about it from a perspective of like the male perspective and like having conversations with other men um, in regards to like how those things have shaped you to become the men that you have become and how society's assumptions, not the women's assumptions, but society's assumptions overall, both for men and women within society, how that has put pressure, how that has affected you emotionally, physically, whatever it may be. Um, and talking with other men and kind of de-stigmatizing it instead of just jumping to assumptions and jumping to claims um, from women and society that have been made 
um, that you feel may be attacking your ego, that may be attacking you as a man, um, but instead utilizing that to fuel your conversations and safe spaces to have con- to hold conversations with other men about how like how that impacts you. And, 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 and that's the strongest thing. Like, that's the most important thing. And then something that they said, the two women said in the Fresh and Fit podcast was like, emotions are powerful. And he wasn't having it. He wasn't hearing it. But it's it's so important. Like, it's, it's powerful. It's being human. And I think overall, both for men and women as a world, as a society, we have to reshape how we think about emotions. And we have to reshape how we think about vulnerability and how we think about um, expressing those emotions. And instead of thinking about being vulnerable as being weak, it's something very, very powerful. It's, a, it's, it's powerful to be able to apologize, to be able to say, you know what, I was wrong, I'm sorry. It's powerful to be able to... Um, face somebody who has been making you feel like crap or somebody who has been emotionally abusing you or whatever it may be and be like you know what this is how I'm feeling this is what I've been going through this is what I've put up with and now I'm ready for it to end like that's powerful that's expression it's powerful to express your joy and your love for somebody and to profess that to somebody it's 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 powerful to to profess just your just just an abundance of just like manifest like in terms of like manifesting like peace and love and joy and happiness for people and also for yourself like that's powerful all those feelings all of that like that's that's powerful and so I think as a society overall we have to reconfigure how we think about emotions and how we um go about even having how we even go about even starting these conversations um, because it has the capacity to make or break how we think about emotions overall and how we choose to accept um, the feelings that we feel instead of just suppressing them. And I think um, I think that's one of also the biggest points that I took from uh, my research as well. And so I wanted to go into, I think I have two more. Um, articles that I did some reading through um and this article is from very well mind and it basically talks about the same study the 142 men and women um this study was huge um and it's it takes its kind of its own take on it in the sense that it um interprets it for itself um or the researchers within this article interpret it (laughs) interpret the study that was conducted by the three um other researchers for themselves and they basically just state that these results represent a significant departure from how expressions are typically viewed between different genders traditional and rigid gender roles grounded in our patriarchal society depict men as unemotional and women as emotional because the patriarchy portrays men as superior over women stereotypical traits associated with women and femininity are devalued discredited and delegitimized Portraying women and men as inherently falling along stereotypical gender roles as natural or innate perpetuates incorrect gender role myths, stereotypes, and sexism. Um, McKinley calls the notion that women are more emotional just plain false, adding that every human always has emotions whether they identify them or not. And I really think that the most important line, I think, um, from this, or this most important quote, was that portraying women and men as inherently falling along 
filth oh my gosh y'all falling along stereotypical gender roles as natural or innate perpetuates incorrect gender role myths um stereotypes and sexism and also the idea that um again our patriarchal society depicts men as unemotional and women as emotional um and because men are seen as superior over women within um society it devalues the stereotypical traits that are associated with women and femininity and it basically discredits them and i think that's also another thing that's probably another conversation for another time but also the idea of femininity and actually it is a conversation for another time because um the idea of toxic femininity just like toxic masculinity is so so prevalent like like toxic femininity is such a real thing um and i think that goes into kind of the statement where it's saying that um the stere like the again the stereotypical um traits associated with women um and femininity basically are devalued and discredited um due to the claim that women are more emotional than men but also due to toxic femininity in itself um and how it basically can lead to like false stereotypes um false um connotations being drawn um about women and what women should be doing how women should act who or what a woman is just a lot of different things and so that's a conversation for another time but i think that's also something that's also really really important and so um to kind of wrap up in terms of like the article portion of this entry um this article also went into the negative impact of emotion-centered stereotypes and so it basically just goes on to say that the notion that certain people are more emotional than others causes serious harm to everybody no person truly fits in these boxes that we kind of create all people have emotion and need connection um and they may present behave or identify in a variety of ways outside of their stereotype assigned at birth however characteristics and behaviors that land beyond these gendered expectations can bring on rejection exclusion or even danger and so when someone attempts to mold themselves into the appearance of fitting into one of these boxes whether it be extreme masculinity extreme femininity it limits their ability to grow and express themselves according to colloquial this can cause women to have limited access to power and opportunities and men to stifle the healthy expression of their feelings and minimize deep connections and so for um and so for this the idea that women are and so to connect to that as well it also goes on to say that um overall within society women are allowed to be emotional but also must exhibit the right kind and level of emotion crying is acceptable but anger is not the idea of the, the ideas of what is acceptable for each gender to express can also perpetuate um violence as well as um strong notions of um just the victim mentality um and other things as well and so um just again going back to this idea that um that women are somewhat women are allowed to be more emotional i guess and, sh and show their emotion or not be more emotional but sh they are more allowed to show their emotion um but they're expected to exhibit the right kind of emotion um and the right level of emotion um 
while men are within society are not allowed to show emotion at all and if they do so um then it's being then it's seen oftentimes as weak um or it's it's devalued and sometimes and in in and in cases where they are allowed to show their emotion, whether it be, um, and usually actually it's, it's emotions in regards to anger or, um, power, um, kind of taking on that power, um, that power role, taking on, um, this image of like, like the CEO alpha, um, type of image, um, versus like for women taking on, um just like the I guess more sensitive more soft um I guess kind of perspective um and so yeah and so basically basically how that kind of shows that when when men um are allowed to show their emotions when it comes to like power um kind of that alpha mentality um maybe anger frustration it's acceptable because he's a man um but when he cries or when he shows any other emotion usually it's in terms of like sadness or crying it's seen as being weak um versus like for a woman um for a woman um showing an emotion that's like being sad or crying or um um being empathetic um being really soft that's acceptable but when a woman is angry or when she is um just take trying to basically when she shows a bit more of that alpha kind of perspective or that alpha um sort of um she takes on that alpha sort of i guess outlook on things then it's not um seen as being acceptable and so um Connecting it to the last article that I want to talk about. Um, this is from Mission Harbor Behavioral Health. This specifically talks about um, why men hide their emotions. Um, and um, it kind of just goes into kind of what I've kind of been talking about um, throughout this entire entry. Just this idea that um, men are told that crying in front of other people will threaten their masculinity um, and doing so can ruin their image of being strong and stoic. Um, from an early age, men are conditioned to believe that expressing their feelings is out of character with the male identity. The same can be said about mental health. Statistically, women are more likely to get diagnosed with depression or anxiety. However, men also deal with mental health disorders and mental distress. Over 30% of men will experience a period of depression at some point during their lifetime, and about 9% of men report having feelings of depression or anxiety every day. Um, just because um, men are told to hide their emotions doesn't mean that they don't have them. Research shows that men experience emotions at the same level that women do, but because it's not socially acceptable for a man to cry when he's said, or when he's sad, pardon me, it can make it feel like men don't experience sadness at all. Um, and in fact, men who experience sadness or grief are more likely to channel those feelings in different emotions that are seen as more socially acceptable, such as anger or the alpha mentality. For instance, a man who has experienced sadness or depression might be more likely to act aggressively or get angry over something small rather than cry. And so, again, it's this idea of 
channeling um those like the true emotions that you're feeling which may be sadness um into um anger or um something that is seen as more aggressive and so um i think going back to this the fresh and fit podcast um clip that i kind of talked about um and basically kind of like that snippet where he was talking about how um he like he's heard from so many um of his friends so many men that um like when like when they've cried in front of their girlfriends or like other women um that they are like like they are seen as weak and that um they were even told um that they that like their other significant other like their girlfriends whatever it may be can't look at them the same way again um or that overall they just were seen as being weak and it wasn't acceptable and i 110 percent like believe that to be true and i think that his claim of um this idea that if like that this idea that being emotional is with women and in front of women is one of the worst things that like one of the worst um pieces of advice that you can give to a man i believe that truly that he truly believes that and i believe that a lot of men truly believe that because that is what we have ingrained within society and that is what we have that's the belief that we've created and and so to we have to reconstruct that and so it's it's nobody's fault but overall like all of ours fault in terms of like like society as a whole because we have to do a better job at reconfiguring and re like restructuring how we talk about these conversations of emotion and what we even believe emotion to even be um and so uh, sorry about that part of <laughs> that but um just yeah just overall just we have to just re i guess structure how we choose to talk about emotions and um open up um like open up um spaces for conversation for men to feel comfortable to um express their feelings especially with other men because i can't say like it's i can't say it would i mean i'm not a man so like of course i don't know but i mean i can't i would think that it wouldn't be as comfortable i guess to express those emotions initially around like other women um and i i would think that it would be more comfortable to express those emotions around other men because they're just other men and there's there's a strong relation between the fact that they're just men and they kind of experience similar things and they go through similar things um there's someone of like a brotherhood maybe even um within those relationships and so just allowing that to come to fruition and allowing that to blossom um i think is really important and so there is i guess some truth um to um the snippet of fresh and fit um but i think in which how they kind of i guess go about talking about a lot of the things that they talk about or even how he went about talking about this it felt very defensive and again maybe like their goal isn't to necessarily like really be thinking cognitively about like okay how like presenting this information in the best way possible that will allow everybody to kind of that will open it to everybody to have a really really meaningful conversation um not to say that the conversation wasn't having was that not to say that the conversation that they were having wasn't meaningful but it felt just very defensive um but instead talking about it from the standpoint of like 
as a whole, we have to re we have to re kind of again, I keep saying it, we have to restructure how we think about emotions and especially um, how we think about them within our own groups, how women, how we think about emotions, how we see emotions for ourselves um, and how they apply to us as women and also how they apply to men and how just how they apply to us as being human beings first and then thinking about it of like, okay, in the perspective of men and how within society, like the pressures that we put on masculinity and on the identity of and on the male identity and how we can reshape that to open up the door for men to be more emotional and show their emotions and express themselves more um, and also for men how they how they can get to that level of comfortability that they can actually say okay you know what I'm comfortable enough to speak how I'm feeling and um accept that for myself and accept this is how I'm feeling and accept that this doesn't make me um weak in fact this makes me so strong that I'm even able to articulate um how I'm feeling in a like in a way that is good and healthy for me but also for those around me and so yeah so that's just kind of what I wanted to um talk about in today's diary entry um I was wanting to talk about it for a while and I was just like not sure if I wanted to truly truly talk about it because I feel like it's such a um it's not a black and white sort of topic and I think a lot of topics I talk about are not black and white and they're not supposed to be so I guess that's that's what makes it kind of even more fun I guess to talk about it um and I also wasn't sure if I could even put the snippet of the Fresh Fit podcast into my podcast because I know copyright things and so um I did it and so we will see if anything bad comes of that um <laughs> it's not mine um so I'm I don't know if I, I don't know I don't know I'm gonna just like put um like some sort of like copyright um t- thing that will say like okay fresh and podcast I don't know I really don't know I will see if anything comes anything bad comes of my addition into this and if it does maybe I may have to just repost without it but we get kind of I guess the idea I guess so hopefully 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 prayers up that it'll be fine but yeah so that's kind of just what I want to talk about in today's diary entry um I really hope I was able to articulate the information as best as I could I find myself tripping up sometimes on my words quite a bit and so um I really hope I was able to just articulate um everything I was reading and everything I want to say in the best way possible and the most understandable way possible because there was a lot of information that I was spouting at y'all and I really hope that it just made sense and I hope that y'all were able to take it in and reflect on it for yourself um and so that is kind of how I've been thinking about it and based on the research I did just how I've been taking in some of the stuff and so yeah so I hope all of y'all are doing so amazing again um I love all of y'all and I'm just so happy that y'all um joined me on listening in and I just hope that y'all enjoyed this diary entry um and I just hope that whenever you're listening to this um you are so 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 relaxed and eating your favorite dessert drinking your favorite lemonade drink I don't know (laughs) but um 
whenever you're listening to this noon night day morning um evening i just hope that you enjoyed it and yeah so i love all of y'all so 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 much um and i will talk to y'all very 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 soon bye